Welcome, this is the Change Creator Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Change Creator Podcast show. This is your host, Adam Force. And if you missed last week's episode, it was with someone by the name of Oscar, and he helped us understand deep listening. And it went further than I expected. We all think, yeah, I know all about listening. I've been doing it every day for, <laughs> for my whole life. But he peels back the layers on what to listen for and how to be a good listener. And this could step up your game when you're out there networking, talking to people, building relationships, which is a huge part of being an entrepreneur. So you're going to want to step back and take a listen to that episode. This week, we are talking about money with Cassie Parks because she was working in the corporate world, right? And she decided that I, I, I don't want to do what I'm doing anymore. And I have like this cap on my salary. I want to be able to make as much money as I, I can earn based on the value that I offer. And so she got and created this pa- passive revenue stream through a real estate business that she did. And she was able to retire at the age of 32. And then she started a coaching business as an entrepreneur. And she's written several books. And she has a program called um, Manifest 10K. And I think it's in like 90 days, like Manifest invest $10,000 in 90 days. And so the whole program is about money stories. And that's what we're going to talk to Cassie about today is these money stories that we all have because they become major blocks in what we're doing. And they could prevent you from reaching certain financial success goals with your impact business. And you, if you're not making money, that means you're not transforming lives. You're not impacting people because that's what your product and service is for. Your product and service is made so that you could serve people, you can help them, and you can and transform their life. I mean, that's what it's all about. So you gotta be making that money, and that's what we're gonna talk about with Cassie. Um, don't forget to stop by the App Store. We're all over the place now. Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes. Leave us reviews. Leave us comments. That stuff is really helpful, and we appreciate it, and we love you for that. Um, guys, I'm not going to delay this any further. Let's jump into this conversation with Cassie. Okay, show me the heat. I know you're going to dig this. Hey, Cassie. Welcome to the Change Creator Podcast show. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing fantastic as well. <laughs> uh, you know, we just uh, cleaned up our house um, yesterday and today. And, you know, when you do that, you get this huge weight off your shoulders. So I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. <laughs> so um, tell me what you have going on these days. Like, what's the latest and greatest? Oh, Um, Latest and greatest, just helping people create more of their dream lives, whether that's as an entrepreneur or outside of the entrepreneurship world, but definitely attracting lots more money. Um, I'm closing in on helping people attract over $2 million into their life, which is really fun. Uh, It's a fun stat that I've started keeping. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a big stat. So um, how did you get to that position what's what's the you know story in a nutshell that that kind of led you there oh so I had a corporate job um I I had always wanted a coaching business outside of corporate um but I had a corporate job and I just kept working it working it and what I was doing to build my coaching practice wasn't working and I, I finally realized well what I asked myself was what do you really want and 
And uh, I've been really trying to build this coaching practice. What I really wanted was financial independence. And I had wanted that since I was 19 when I learned that was like a thing. People had enough money that like they had a choice whether they went to work. They could pay their bills, you know, off a residual or passive income. And so when I came back to that, I started, you know, really putting my energy and my focus into that and in creating that life. And I was able to leave my corporate job about a about a year and a half later uh, to start my coaching business. And I had written a money manifesting program that went through all the things that I had learned to be able to become the person who could leave her job and create a real estate income that was passive and paid my bills. And, uh, but when I left my job, I realized like, Oh, I, there's some money stuff going on. Like, even though there's enough money, it's still, it's still different when there's not a paycheck coming in. And, and I yeah. noticed my thoughts, my thoughts were like, you know, I'm like, you got to take care of this. Cause you know, what's going to happen if you don't. And so I wrote a program called manifest 10 K and I did it as I wrote it and, um, launched it. And there was over 200 people in it, which is way more than I'd ever had. Cause the most I'd ever had in a program was two. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, and from there I just started, you know, that's what people started to come for, to me was to change their money mindset, to attract more money, to be able to create, you know, a life that they want and have the money to support that. Yeah, I think we can all use a little uh, money mindset adjustment once in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one of my favorite books is by T. Harv Eker, The um, the Mind of, a, uh, what was it? The, the Secrets of the Millionaire Mind or something like that. Uh, um, uh. You know, I've read it several times and I had a, have it on my shelf here. And uh, he's all about the, the financial blueprint, right? So it sounds like you're helping with the same kind of uh, concept, which... I think is just so important. Like, and, and if you have those money blocks, most times you don't realize it and you know, you're not, you're not earning as much as you could. And you kind of like keep, it's like keeping the temperature at the same temperature, right? It never, never fluctuates too far below or above. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that that's straight out of uh, T. Harvecker's book. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do similar. I work with um, money stories. And so what I have seen is that people keep creating the same story over and over. So whether, you know, because sometimes it's about creating and attracting more money. And sometimes it's being able to keep and handle in the way that you want the money that you do have. Right. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. So then I want to tap into a little bit this because I think it's obviously money is always a hot topic for people. Um, yeah. you know, we're, we all want more money because it, <laughs> not that we just want the money. It's that it gives you the ability to, like you said, have financial freedom, which gives you less stress in your life or you can live the lifestyle you want. And, you know, you're not stressing your bills like that stress is. I think starting to just dominate people as the debt in the country goes up and up and up. And, you know, I was just talking to my co-founder, Amy, and one of the top apps it owns, there's two apps that are dominating like 50% of all income for like iTunes. And uh -huh. one, of them, one of them is the app called Calm. It's like that meditation app. Yeah. So uh, yeah, free plug for Calm there. But, um, you know, <laughs> but you wonder why. And it's because everyone, that stress is just, it's an ongoing thing. People are working more hours, making less money. And the stress is just overwhelming. Like people are going in debt just trying to buy food for their family, right? So um, I think what you're doing is really really important. And I want to, I want to get into, um, some of the principles that you go by, um, that you think are really important and fundamental to the process that you teach. 
Absolutely. Um, you want to talk about those now? Yeah, let's dive in. Let's just right. let's start seeing what it's all about. Yeah. So I think the first the prin- first principle that I start with is identifying your money story because when you see what your money story is, you can start catching it and you become aware of it and you go, oh, I'm doing that behavior or I'm having that thought that ties into my survival money story or my just enough money story or you know being a money chaser or a hot mess. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those are those are the money stories that I identified after I helped a lot of people change them. I kept hearing the same words come up, and I, and so what I realized is that by default, if we don't choose a money story, we're often we just pick one of these up. And sometimes it's because it's the same as our parents. Sometimes it's yeah. looks opposite of our parents because we think we're trying to be different, but we didn't. We're just working in opposition rather than choosing what we want. Um. And sometimes it just comes because of how money has flowed in and out of our life. We sort of develop this pattern and this story about how that happens and about how it comes in and about how it goes out. Yeah. So identifying your money story is always the first place I start because we can become aware. And and as a coach, when someone joins my program, I, I can see as they grow that money story will creep in, not in the same way, but as they evolve, it changes. They write a new money story, but when they go to make a big leap, sometimes they'll revert back. And so I can catch that and I can go, okay, here we go. We Now we need to go this way because this is just old stuff, just kind of trying to keep you back. Let's deal with it and let's, let's move past that. So yeah. becoming aware of that is super helpful. And then paying attention. How am I how are my behaviors and my thoughts around money, you know, showing up in terms of my story, because that's really the way it is. You know, somebody with a survival story will continue to create situations to survive, even if they have enough money. And usually the problem with the survival story is they have no idea how much money they have. They have no idea how much money they have. They have no idea how much money they need. And so they're constantly creating when more money comes in, they get rid of it. I call it hot potato. They hot potato that money right out because I can't have more than enough. I know how to survive. I know how to survive on that adrenaline and that uh, having things happen. Yeah. Mm, See, I love those perspectives. And uh, I think, you know, anybody listening, it's probably you're having a little perspective there as well. Um, And, you know, I think like, for example, like, and and I like how you're identifying people uh, in those ways, but like if somebody works really hard, Um, Mm -hmm. and they, I'm always curious because I guess it can go in so many different directions and and you're doing like personal coaching. Is that right? Or is it more of a digital course that you have just so it's a combo. So I actually have a course that people follow step by step and then we coach through that course because, um, what I found is when people were doing it on their own, they were getting stuck at different points and they weren't finishing. Um, and so now you can only get that course with my help so that you come and you get both the encouragement and you get where you get stuck, you get those coaching points to keep going. So what is the common, um, I guess situation for people like because you're do you work with a lot of entrepreneurs mostly or is it um, all kinds of walks of life? I work with all kinds of walks of life. I do have a a certain amount of entrepreneurs. Probably it's close to fifty percent. Fifty percent of my clients are probably entrepreneurs, and fifty percent are, you know, have corporate jobs, do jobs, and are and are good with that. It's not necessarily their right. desire to get out of that. Yeah. Right. So let's, I'm going to focus a little bit on the entrepreneurs because that's who, who's listening here today. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, I think there's a lot who are moving from corporate to do their own thing. And a lot of times it's because, you know, they want that financial freedom and a salary doesn't really offer you that. And um, other times, you know, we're focused on, you know, social change, changing status quo, doing things that are meaningful. And so they want to get into these passions that they can monetize. Um, And as you work with entrepreneurs, I'm curious what some of the common, like, struggles you're seeing with people like what are the the mental blocks that maybe you've you've seen as as um i guess a regular occurrence yeah so the first one is their money story there's something in their money story and it's it depends on who they are right so we talked a little bit in depth about survival yeah um there's entrepreneurs that are uh, the same as regular uh, not regular people but everybody there's money chasers right where you're chasing that next idea that next idea and you don't land on an idea long enough right um there's the money hot mess but there's gonna always pl- i'm gonna pause you right there on that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna pause you on that chasing idea when you say chasing idea because we we work with a number of people too and we we see this and i think i I have a personal history in some of this too. So it's like, I'm curious, um, where you chase ideas, chase ideas, and you don't sit on it long enough. Meaning like I have an idea, this could make money. You try it. It doesn't work right away. So you move on to the next thing. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I think that is really common for people because, um, you don't, I guess, what, what do you think the common reasons are for that? Um, the underlying wanting more money. Um, it's, it's, I think it tends to be a more creative person tend to become, um, not, and not always, but, uh, money chasers like yeah. that becomes their story because they are creative because they can see the world through a different lens. Um, you know, I have clients like this and I have a, I have a sisters in my group right now. And one of them was saying the other day, yeah, like she used to come up with like 10 new business ideas a day. And I can totally relate to that because I was a hot mess money chaser. And so I also did that. I have, you know, bought a thousand domains and I was going to build this business and I was going to build this business because, (laughs) you know, we see what needs to be done in the world and, and we want the money. And so we're always going for more money in a, in a good way. I don't, I think money is awesome because especially when you're talking about social change, it gives us power to impact social change in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of times entrepreneurs that are money chasers really want to change the world, but, and they're so, they're so creative. They're so smart. They see all of these possibilities, um, and they want the money to keep doing it and they want it fast, right? We're also people who move really fast. Money chasers move fast. (laughs) And so they're looking like, give it to me now, give it to me now, give it to me now. And, and the way that we unravel that story is really to slow down and to write a new story about building something and sinking our teeth deeper into who we want to be and so that they're attracting that idea that really is not just the idea that could be profitable um, monetarily or the idea that needs to be done but the idea that's profitable in their heart like creating that thing that they're desiring to change in the world to be in the world um, is really how we start to shift that money chaser story so if you work with someone who, like your past self that was a money chaser, yeah. um, you know, and you're kind of, you know, you got this this tagline of the 10,000 in 90 days. I mean, if they are kind of rewriting their money story and they're taking these steps then to, to like slow it down, like really dig deep onto something, how is that happening in 90 days? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, because there, we're about, we're opening up to the universe. We're allowing $10,000 to come to us versus going out and chasing it. And so money chasers will, in the beginning, they'll, they'll still have a hundred ideas. They'll want to go, um, go out and get it. And really it's about stepping and doing assignment after assignment, step by step. And the assignments aren't go find a new business idea or go put your business out there. The assignments are really about changing that internal story. They're about having a conversation with ourselves about what we think and what we believe about money and what we want to think and believe about money and who we want to be with money. And so it's open game. The 10,000 can come in through business or the 10,000 can come in from someone writing you a random check or a multitude of ways, which is generally how it comes in. But it's really about just being in that step-by-step process. And that does seem quick. Um, but it when you're a money chaser and you're in the program, it seems really slow. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, you know, we've, I've, this is my second business and some of my partners have also had multiple businesses and you go through not even just the idea of starting a new business, but just new monet, uh, monetization, like new revenue channels, right? So it's like, we're going to do this webinar, we're going to do this workshop, this program, but you know, those things don't happen super quick. <laughs> like right. there's a lot of work that goes into every moving part. So when you're talking about your program, um, I start thinking about that stuff and I'm like, huh, how does this all happen in 90 days? Um, depending on who the person is and what they're doing in their life, right? So I, that's what, what was curious uh, for me and why I said that. But um, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the mental mind game around money, like even Tony Robbins, we interviewed him and he told us that He's like, oh, I've worked with, you know, thousands upon thousands of the, the, you know, the richest CEOs and all these guys. And he goes, but no matter how successful someone is, when they want to get to that next level of success or whether it's, you know, money or not or something else, he said 80% of the time, it was always a mental block that was holding them back. So like, sometimes we just need help. Like you're offering to work through those mental blocks. Absolutely. Because we don't, I always say it in like, we don't see our own forest for our own trees, right? We can't see that block that can be obvious for a coach or it can take some digging or it comes out oftentimes in my work. It just bubbles to the surface through the process, but we can't see that when we're trying to break through it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I, I guess, you know, right now, do you have any, uh, interesting, and you can make up a name or whatever, but examples of somebody, a story of that has gone through your program and, and where they started and a breakthrough maybe that they had. I don't know if you have something top of mind that you could share. Sure. Um, we're doing entrepreneurs. So I'll, Kate popped into mind and I can, that's her real name. You can, <laughs> you can find her journey on my podcast. Okay. Um, and Kate is a, a health coach. She's a nutrition coach. And when she came to me, she was, she was pushing. We always joke about, uh, we talk about like she had the whiteboard, right? She, she came from a corporate sales background background. So there was always the whiteboard, like, where's your prospects? Who are you following up with? What are you doing to make these sales? Right. And before working with me in her first year in business, she had worked with a different business coach that was very much the whiteboard, like, let's get the goal. Let's do this. And uh, her former money story is survival. So along the way, we're attracting more clients. She's gaining more money. Um, In our time that we've worked together, 
her total is over a hundred thousand. I don't have the exact total off the top of my head. Mm. Um, but she, she's done it in a different way. And then, you know, she wanted to quit pushing. She wanted it to be easier because she'd sort of exhausted all of the, the points to the pushing and the going really hard after the goal. And we don't do any of that. We don't do the whiteboard. We don't, we, we started with her money story, which is always the first step with entrepreneurs is to make sure we have that solid money story. So she went through manifest 10 K she manifested over $10,000 in 90 days. I think her actual 90 day total was 20,000. Um, and she, so she did that. She went through that program, changed her money story. One of the cool things that came out for Kate, you know, she was a survival. And you'll remember I talked about in the beginning of the interview, the hot potato thing. So Kate is a nutrition coach. She yeah. believes in good food. Um, but one of the ways that she was hot potatoing her money was at Whole Foods. She would find herself going to Whole Foods and buying the exact same food she'd like packed in her lunch. And she could justify it. It seems silly when we talk about it now, but she could justify it in her mind because she's a nutrition coach. She believes in good. But she we we talked about it. And when we started going through her numbers and really looking at her money, you know, because survival people don't pay attention. They don't actually know the in and out numbers usually, um, even when they're in a business. And so she caught herself as we're working through this one day, she got a new client and she's like, oh, that was, you know, $300 I wasn't expecting and found herself in the parking lot of Whole Foods, literally about to walk in and buy the same food she had. And she was like, what am I doing? But she was still caught in that story. We're still unwinding the story of not getting rid of the extra money when it comes in and right. being able to hold on to it. Um, and so we've we've worked through that and she's doing that. She just launched an online program. She's 17 people in it. Um, and we've been able to work up to that to really open her business up to, okay, I don't have to serve on a one-on-one basis. She's grown into her future self. So I always do money story first. And then we get in touch with your future self, which is the person you are in five years running the business of your dreams. Um, and we close the gap between who you are today and that future self. So as we've done that future future self work, she's becoming more and more of that and just opened up her online program this week um, with 17 people in it, which is cool. Yeah. Is it yeah. a membership or like she's selling courses? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, I would say it's a hybrid. So it's a, it's a membership, but it's also a course. It takes them through what she used to do one-on-one with yeah. her clients and takes them through. And um, so she's been able to step into that and she's really had to step up, right? Because her future self is location independent. So we've had to, she's had to become the person and step into the person who can do stuff virtually versus just one-on-one in her office, which is what she's always done. Yeah. 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 And what happens if someone goes through the 90 days and they don't manifest the $10,000? <laughs> uh, you know, like that hasn't happened in so long. Um, you know, sometimes it happens on day 120. And by the time you get to day 120, you have changed who you are so fast that you're not judging, oh man, my 10,000 isn't here. Yeah. We've really shifted everything in you that you're like, yeah, it's here. And this means more is coming because you can see what starts to happen in the process. Everybody comes in for the 10,000, but as we start to change their money story and they go through it, they realize that they that stress that you were talking about, they always leave calmer. And so often that is as important as the money. And the money generally follows when we get calmer 
about money. And so they're so happy about that, that they're like, oh, I know it's coming. And it's, they, they're close, right? Maybe they're at 7,800 on day 90 and it takes today 120, but they're like, I'm so close. I've done this much and so much is different that I know more is coming. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, like I said, it hasn't happened in a long time and yet it will happen every once in a while. And it's, well, yeah, it's I mean, I would okay. figure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's> like, <laughs> there's no guarantees in life, but you know, it's, there's, so I was just curious on how that handled, because I see, you know, taglines like that, I'm like, that's pretty awesome, and yeah, I mean, kudos, if people are able to go through, like, a process and, you know, manifest these things, I think that's, like, amazing. <laughs> yeah, super fun, and I will tell you, as because we're talking to entrepreneurs and getting ready, like, there was a moment in time where I didn't believe enough in my work to think that would happen. And one of my mentors was like, yeah, this was, should be what it is. And it took me probably, uh, it took a year to grow into that space and become that person and, and, and to have it be the norm. Right. Cause when yeah. I, when I changed the name to manifest 10 K, um, you know, I, it was just all honing my skills and becoming a better coach and seeing where people were getting hung up and catching that sooner. And, and that was part of my growth too, is to be able to say like, yeah, manifest 10,000, 90 days. I'm going to teach you how to do that. Yeah. I mean, I have to imagine like the first time you like throw that up there, you kind of feel a little bit vulnerable in a sense. It's like, yeah, like I'm making a commitment to like a pretty, a bold statement and you have to stand by it after that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, it's, I, I've had this friend conversation with my friends a couple times in the last week. Like it's so like 10,000 is so in the past, it's always 20 or 30 or 50. Now it's like, that's like such a little number now it's, which is fun to see the evolution. <laughs> and as you grow, you know, I'm like, Oh yeah, I don't even worry about it anymore because I just assume people are going to get 20, 30, 40,000. Well, then maybe I'll sign up, see if I can get an extra 20 grand in my life. <laughs> What's this to lose, right? Um, right? Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, and I do, you know, and, and it's funny because I used to be, you know, the person that hated money because I because I'm in the social impact space, obviously I see the corporate world and so much of the bad things that happen. And I believe that it also can drive negative human behavior. So I have all those like thoughts in my brain about, yeah, money is kind of like, it, it, it's kind of, it can be a bad thing. Um, and so I grew up with those feelings and then it took a lot for me to, um, and I don't even know if I fully have broken free from it. I, I say I have, but maybe subconsciously it's still deep down in there. <laughs> but I, when I read books like T. Harv Hecker years ago and stuff like that, it really reminded me. It's like, it's not just about, you know, money, money, money. It's about understanding like your actual psychology and the way you think about things and the way you appreciate things and, you know, even think about yourself. Right. So, um, Absolutely. it's a whole other like dynamic in a sense. Um, so, I mean, that's a little bit of my story, but I, that's why when I hear, uh, what you have and you say 10,000 in 90 days, um, it's not even about the money. It's about the, the change in, in yourself. Right. Absolutely. It's the, I like for me, the best thing I think, um, self love wise about yourself you can do is get your money story straight because it impacts every part of your life. It plays out everywhere. And when we see ourselves as worthy and we see ourselves as 
capable of the change when we have more money, you know, what, what we can impact and all those thoughts and beliefs. Like, yeah, that's what it's about for me. And I'm really on a mission. You know, I do photo shoots where everybody, we celebrate the money. We put the money out on the, you know, we put the million and a half on the table and we, we celebrate that because I think it's money has been celebrated in a way, like you said, that was, you know, when people got it and it wasn't necessarily in a a healthy manner or it wasn't for the good of all. And there really is this other side where once we start celebrating that we have money, we start talking about that. We start being like, yeah, you gave yourself a raise. Yeah. Your business is successful. Yes. You're investing in that charity in a more open way. Our world changes on a really grand scale. And so that's, that's my mission is to make people more comfortable celebrating and welcoming and creating money in their life. Yeah, and it's important. I mean, and I just, you know, I, I think a million times now I, I say these things to people because I'm, I've learned the importance of, that, of exactly what you're talking about, these celebrations and the way you think about things. And, you know, like, if you have certain thoughts, like, you're just never going to, it's going to be like a huge barrier in front of you. And you're always, even if you get money, if you're lucky enough to get that money, it's like the people that win the lottery, right? Like, they lose mm-hmm. the money because they just don't, have the ability to manage it. They're not psychologically in a place to want to hold on to it. They may think they do, but they just spend it all because, you know, all these deeper issues that you've already kind of touched on about, you know, your upbringing and all that kind of stuff. So, wow. Um, And so I guess where do people, you know, they want to learn more, they want to get involved. Where can they find you and, and, and take part? Absolutely. People can contact me at CassieParks.com. Um, there's a manifest 10 K link. There's the enchanted circle link, which is where I do my coaching. And you can also just go to Amazon and type in Cassie parks. They have seven or eight books on money and entrepreneurship and, and all of that. So you can check those out that you books that, uh, you wrote. Yes. Oh yeah. You've been busy. I have been busy. So there's literally a book if you want, and I'll actually send you a copy, Manifest 10,000, um, which people I just heard the other day, you know, someone manifested 13,000 just reading the book and following the steps. So you can also go that route if you want. Yeah. I mean, I, that seems probably like it's like a funnel. That's where people start. <laughs> and then they're like, all right, now I'm going to take the course because this is pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Cassie, it was fun. I appreciate you sharing um, your insight and doing what you do. I think, you know, people do need to break down these barriers around money and uh, it's an important step for any entrepreneur, um, you know, when you're trying to get your business off the ground. You've got to be ready to accept money in the world. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Adam, and and letting me share. Absolutely. We'll be in touch. Thank you. That's all for this episode. Your next step is to join the Change Creator Revolution by downloading our interactive digital magazine app for premium content, exclusive interviews, and more ways to stay on top of your game. Available now on iTunes and Google Play. Or visit changecreatormag.com. We'll see you next time where money and meaning intersect right here at the Change Creator Podcast. 